Welcome to BRS, the Boston Rob Show. I am Boston Rob, and whether or not you like the show Roseanne, uh, you can't deny its popularity, even in its second generation reboot, I don't know what you call it, or return. It was just a return, right? But now it's spinoff, the Connors did something kind of, I don't know if it's hilarious, awful, unthinkable, provocative awesome because it sheds light on a topic or i i'm so confused i have so many different emotions on this but if you didn't watch it like probably everyone didn't you're gonna read about it and hear about it today so let me just play for you here is the show the connors and this is how they killed off roseanne obviously the connors is the spinoff once they fired Roseanne for her racist tweets, uh, and this is this is listen, just just listen. I just got a call from a friend in the coroner's office. The autopsy found that it wasn't a heart attack. Roseanne OD'd on opioids. Not possible. When we knew she had a problem. She was only on pain pills for two days after surgery. Then it was just ibuprofen. It's got to be wrong. Well, I wish it was, but they think that she must have taken the pills right before bed. And with her health issues, it was enough to stop her breathing. Wait, what? Mom overdose? It doesn't make any sense. I got her knees fixed. I flushed all her pills. Oh, my God. I found these pills in Mom's closet. These aren't even prescribed to her. She got them from Marcy Bellinger. Damn. That's the only thing from mom's closet that I wanted. Okay, so there it is. Now, maybe just hearing it, you're going, oh, that sounded sounded weird. It sounded like bad acting, right? It didn't sound like... The caliber actors that are in that scene, like John Goodman, who is a remarkable actor, uh, Roseanne's sister, nobody knows her name, (laughs) the former cop, right, the Democratic whatever, Um, and then the kid, Sarah Gilbert, who I think, you know, she's, she's good in her niche, in her niche. But that just sounded so forced and so weird and so awful. I, listen... I get it. They had to address this. Um, well, did they have to address it immediately? I think if you're going to do an oxy thing, maybe, you know, do the first episode. Oh, Roseanne's gone. She's off the wagon. She's, you know, in a crack den, something like that. That's where she is. And then she dies. This was like right out the gate. I don't know where in the episode that happens. I'm guessing it's pretty, pretty upfront, pretty soon in the episode. So that sets the tone and everybody knows why she's gone. You know, you got to address that right away, but to just have it be a death. (laughs) And here's where I go, oh man, that's cold. And Roseanne tweeted, I ain't dead bitches during this episode. I guess she she was not aware that this is how they were going to get rid of her. And I tweeted yesterday like, oh man, they're going to kill Roseanne joking. I didn't think they would kill her. Maybe she left. She, you know, I don't know. 
I'm not sitting in a room full of creative Hollywood writers on a hit sitcom, so I think there would have been more ideas kicked around. Now, I know it was said in an interview with Roseanne way back that she wanted to address the opioid crisis. I don't know if she wanted to die from it, and it just seems like they're like, well, here's your wish, and we get to kind of address you being gone without talking about being uh, racist and fired, and I guess you can't die from, you know, race being a racist. But this is where it's cold. It's like, if you're just in TV land, right? You're just a viewer, a lover of TV. You never worked in TV. You know, you're not really intricate with the actors and the names. And there's a lot of people out there like that. I, I get it. I was like that too. You know, and I'm still kind of like that. I, I'm not totally hip on the Hollywood train and knowing everyone. But those people just know characters. <laughs> So it's like people who still call Will Smith the Fresh Prince, or if you ever saw Jaleel White, you'd say Urkel, or, you know, whoever, whoever. Because Roseanne didn't have, like, some big movie career. She's Roseanne. She used her name for the TV show. People know her because of her sitcom. That's the hilarious yet awful, like, I don't know how to feel. I mean, it's hilarious because, like, now everyone's going to go, especially, I'm guessing, in the South or Midwest, oh, wow, she had a problem, and that's why they killed her off. I don't know if too many people would know that. It's hard to have missed the news story about Roseanne tweeting racist stuff and her getting fired, but I'm just guessing there will be people that live under a rock that will see that episode and just assume it more than a character. Just assume it more than a character. I've experienced it, and I just worked in radio. I didn't even work in TV, and people assumed more than my, you know, my character was me. <laughs> so I'm guessing that that's like I hate that I'm laughing because that's the awful part, and that's why Roseanne was like, "I ain't dead, bitches," because she's got to get out in front of that because <laughs> there will be speculation of, amongst the the idiotic people. Not idiotic, just out of the, don't care, you know? They just think TV bleeds into real life sometimes. Now, that's kind of the cold part, that they addressed the opioid epidemic and they made Roseanne suffer the worst tragedy of it. Here's what I loved about it, is they really did shed light on, like, listen, if you ever known anybody who's an addict or anybody who's died from an overdose, that's kind of how it happens. Like, that episode... Not as awkward as that. I think there's a little more passion, a little more anger. That's what they missed in that. I think John Goodman was trying to convey that, but it came out weird and shaky. There's a lot of anger. Um, there's a lot of sadness. It's just a tragedy. It's hard to capture a tragedy in a sitcom, but I give them props. This is where, I, you know, I really think it was awesome because that's what an overdose is like. You're just shocked. You know, you're tuning in. It's hard to explain. So, you know, that episode, when you tune in, because they've been gone for a while, and you tune back in, and all of a sudden she's dead from an overdose, it's the same thing like when, you know, my friend died. It felt like we had just connected. I go back to reach out, and all of a sudden I hear, oh, he had overdose, and, you know, he was supposedly clean. It's just, it's as bewildering as that episode. That's what I think really reflected the real-life situation of that. It's like, it's bewildering, it's shocking, it's angering, it's saddening, it's everything. And they brought light to it with one of the most beloved TV sitcom stars. I don't know if you could say beloved now, but, I mean, she's still loved. Um, 
she's a lightning rod, but she's still like you got to respect what she did. I I do. I think they should have let Roseanne keep her show, done the Connors, figured out you know the legal stuff, separate everything, and let Roseanne do something on like YouTube. YouTube doesn't censor anyone. <laughs> I mean, if you've seen some of the crap on YouTube, it's shocking. These Daddy O Five cats and these people that are spewing whatever, YouTube really lets it all go. They don't care if you're racist or not. They really don't. It is at times appalling what is on YouTube, but that's, that's, you heard it. That's what happened. If you were wondering, even if you're not a fan of Roseanne, I think that is a crazy thing they did on the first episode of the return on her (laughs) spinoff. That's just, it's nuts. It's, it's, I hate to say it's funny, but it's funny because they kind of like, you know, backhanded Roseanne there. They were like, here, this is how we're going to do you. We're going to let you go to the money-making profit machine that you handed over to us. We're going to kill you in, you know, the most tragic, sad, awful way ever. But, hey, that might have shown a light to a lot of people who haven't experienced, which is hard for me to believe, that there are people still out there that have not experienced an overdose death in America. It's like the leading cause of people who are dying under the age of 50. So if you haven't experienced it, that's what it's like. You're tuning back into your favorite show and all of a sudden, boom, that person's gone never again. Except you can go follow Roseanne on Twitter. In the real life thing, it's way more tragic. Those people are gone forever. Alive taken too soon, sadly, from addiction. And whatever you think of addiction, I've had to argue with people that think it's, you know, you just shut it off, you just stop. Those idiots, you know, obviously do not know the first thing about addiction. But, that you know, I got to give the people, the writers, props on that end. That even if you're doing Roseanne cold, because people are going to think, you know, maybe she had a problem and insinuate her character was real life. The awesome part was like, yo, that is bringing attention to the number one killer in America right now. So it was really real. All right. That's all I want to talk about. I want to share that audio for you because you would just think with the caliber of actors and I know it's TV and it's a sitcom, but with the caliber of actors, John Goodman could have played that a little bit better. Come on. All right. I am Boston Rob. This is the Boston Rob show. My kids are yelling for me. I got to go share this with a friend.